from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what sound what? it's time for huh? the show What's places happening? places and ready go right. make the words fly off of the page stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage stage right Please show me the way Stay Come right. on, girl, let's play. Stay right. Yay, We're back! <laughs> hey, uh, Lindsay, would you like to record in my closet this evening? Why, why yes, I would, Morgan. <laughs> oh I would love nothing more. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been a long time since we've sat on this floor. It's been a whole, whole summer almost. I mean, when was, when was Mama Mia, your Mama Mia? Was it? February or March? March. 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 April. I'm going to count on my fingers. Okay, I'm not ashamed. April, May, June, July, August. Five, Five months. months. This closet seems bigger. Did you miss it? And I did. Does it look any different? It does, actually. Fuller. Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my boyfriend, Caesar has moved in since we last recorded, so yeah, there's more more people's clothes I just thought here. your wardrobe had gotten kind of manly. <sighs> that, too. Okay. I like to wear his shirts. Anyway, yep, here we are. That's right. We're back. Should we start with shout-outs or explain why we're back? Well, there's so many things to talk about. So many things. Where to start? (laughs) I feel like we have a lot to talk about. So, yeah, here we are. There are reasons that we're here. Many reasons. We should probably start with some shout-outs because they are, you know, due. They are. I will begin with my shout-outs, please. I had the pleasure mm-hmm. of watching Morgan's fantastic students perform their rendition of Mamma Mia yesterday. Ah. Two yes. thumbs way up. Way, way up. I brought a friend of mine who's in the the current production I'm in, mm-hmm. and we were crying laughing. I, I literally looked at her at intermission and I said, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed at how loud I am laughing because I know that these kids are standing five feet from me and they can hear this hyena in the audience. And I loved it. Well, we put you in the front row. You got front row seats. I got seats. front row seats and I enjoyed them. So, we But could... I, I could not hide in a crowd of laughter. I felt like it was very clear it was coming from seat A4. No, I loved it. You guys had a great energy yesterday and they loved it. You had many fans in the cast that were like fangirling out that you were in the audience. I, I just can't go anywhere. Goodness. I mean, they, they just maul you <laughs> at all angles, but it was Much real. Like the Beatles. Lindsay, yes. I'm not kidding though. Were you surprised by how they reacted to you in the lobby after I the show? I felt really cool. I felt really cool. <laughs> they knew. Uh, we're talking about several of my students. Shout out to all of you. They knew who she was. They were excited to meet her. Squealed with delight. As did I. Hugged her. Um, It was great. It was so much fun. To call out a few specific things I loved about the show. Mm -hmm. First shout out to Michelle. My, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, I am a huge fan of physical comedy when mm-hmm. you're making me laugh without your words. Mm-hmm. And she did that the whole show. My, the friend I brought, she was like, I'm afraid to look away from this woman because I, I'm afraid to miss something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michelle Garcia. Everything she was doing was hilarious. I loved her choices. They were bold. They were right on character and very, very fun. Yeah. I've also decided that every wedding I go to from here on out, she needs to be in attendance. Oh, why? Because her dancing was so fun. At <laughs> the bachelorette party, too. Yeah, she was Yes, she it. was getting it. Michelle is one of my favorite performers. Completely committed and, and a really hard worker and a fantastic person, too. Yeah, all, all of that definitely shines through. Mm. Uh, 
oh goodness, she like ran to the audience and like had an audience member take a photo. Uh huh. I, I think it was probably the final scene. Uh-huh. I was dying. Ah. <laughs> At the wedding. Like, so funny. And mm-hmm. it was one of those uh what are they, disposables? Uh-huh. It's <laughs> like where do you even find those uh-huh. nowadays? Do you steal it from a museum? Well, we we had to acquire one, that's true. And I even asked, I was like, Do they still make those? Do they still dispose of them? They assured me that yes they do. Well, I mean Mama Mia takes place in nineteen ninety nine, so we had to be had to be relevant. Relevant. Yeah. So thank you for noticing that. And um, she's incredible. <laughs> She's incredible. Also, really enjoyed her and, and Mandy's scene, the woman who played Tanya. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chikatita song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is a sad song. And when, when we did Mamma Mia, it, it was very sad. There's like maybe one. Serious, one, right. Yeah, yeah, like one line of comic relief. And it still was a sad song. And mm-hmm. they were being funny about it in the way that, you know, sometimes you don't know how to deal with a friend who's sad. Uh-huh. And they were like fighting over who had to talk to her and, and so just. Again, tons of physical comedy that had, had us rolling. We I'm so dying. glad that came through. And something we talked about in rehearsal, too, is, like, cheering your friend up, yeah. making your friend laugh. Like, you could wallow in the yeah, sadness. Yeah. But that's not what those characters would do. Yeah. And the songs there, I think, for, yeah, for them to, number one, show their relationship with her. And number two, her meaning Donna. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, you should yeah. clarify. And yes. number two, meaning, like, yeah, they're they're trying to cheer her up and make her see the sunny side, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yay. Okay, cool. They're cool. great. I uh, loved the bit with Bryce, who played Sky, Woo! sitting down at the wedding scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never want to be seated. You just got to sit down in the front row. Because <laughs> Sky really just does not want to get married. Yeah, this mean, the truth. awesome look on his face is just content. And, oh, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Nailed it. That is Bryce Fuller. Shout out to Bryce. Incredible to work Bryce. as Sky. So funny. Uh, the girl who played Sophie, Madeline, mm. uh, lo- love her voice. I'd see her in one of your productions of Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Might I add, the production that inspired my journey with theater. Mm. Because it was after Chicago at which I said to Morgan, you know, I've always wanted to do this. Hmm, maybe I should try out. And thus began a walk along a road. A long, beautiful, sometimes thorny, but... <laughs> Lovely road. Lovely road. And here we sit today. And here we sit today. In my closet. One exact year. <gasps> oh my gosh. On the day we met. <laughs> we have to talk about that. We do have to talk about that. We while must we're in finish the intro. We must finish shout outs. Okay, we'll finish shout outs. We will come back to, we will our, come anniversary. Back to our anniversary. Thank you. Um, hold my hand. Oh, it's our it. anniversary. It's That's our anniversary. What we, do. we should have candles in we here. We should. <laughs> maybe, maybe a good Motown beat. I know. Like yeah. a, like a, in the background, like. Slow and slow, yes. romantic. Maybe we can work that. How in. long are we holding hands? <laughs> we can. We can stop. It's hot. I mean, I, I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> I'm. A, I mean, me too. It's. It's. Yeah. We're in a closet with not much. To, to be clear, we are no longer holding hands. We stopped. Back off, Caesar. <laughs> Don't fight. <laughs> Kyle, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so Meg, Megan, who played Sophie, mm-hmm. or sorry, no, ah, ah. Madeline played Sophie, and they, she did excellent. I'm getting the end names confused. It's a lot. I Madeline. Know. One of the things I really liked about her because she had a beautiful voice, I recognized her immediately from Chicago, but. Like, there are so many times where you have big group scenes and mm-hmm. a lot's going on, and maybe she wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. But she did a great job of, like, little subtle reactions where she was standing right near one of the dads. He said something. She just kind of reacted to it. It just felt really real. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that about her performance. Active listening. Active is listening. what we call that. She put well, the act in active. <laughs> <laughs> she put the act in react. <laughs> oh, oh, even better. I mean, I wasn't trying to one-up you, but, But you, you know, did, and we I, I'm here it. for it. I liked it. We stand. 
Then uh, Megan and Sophie, who played uh, Allie and Lisa. Mm, yes. I was I felt this like shock of fear when a cue for her line would come because it was like like conditioning. I was like, I'm not supposed to say something. Like, she's gonna say her line. She did text me. She was like, I should get an, uh, a medal for not singing and saying lines out loud. I was like, that's actually true, especially in this show where you want to sing should. everything. Yes. So yes, so you got a little nervous when Megan's lines would come up. Because uh, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to say something and I don't remember what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, but they did great. They had tons of energy. Uh, the whole ensemble did an amazing yes. job. Uh, I love my ensemble. Shout out, ladies. Yes, the, the dance numbers were great. They were so fun. <laughs> the girls slow motion Macarena dancing. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> But it's it's uh, that part had a special place in my heart because uh-huh. I love fun fact about me. I love to request the Macarena at weddings. Hear me out. Oh, Hear me out. Okay. So as a child of the nineties mm-hmm. and with friends of similar age, mm-hmm. when you request the Macarena mm-hmm. at a wedding, mm-hmm. it is met with instant enthusiasm. Of course, people are so excited. They forgot about this dance. Every they time. forgot it. That you, they're instantly back at the skating rink and it's they're true. loving it. What they also forgot mm. is that's like a seven minute song. So it's so, so enthusiasm wanes. It's a battle of the fittest, <laughs> and the last one standing wins, and it's always me. I feel that way about a lot of the, <laughs> like the do your do your to the right, and you're yes. like, well, how long are we gonna kick and walk it by yourself? Exactly. Like, are we gonna? For but the Macarena is the longest of them all. It's true, and people are over it. The what brings people to the floor also clears them off, and you're it is done. just fun for me. And you just sit; you're the last one at the end, just <laughs> yes. Lindsay alone. You have to have the same amount of enthusiasm at the end as you did at the beginning, and it just solidifies you as, you as the weird one at the wedding. So, if you're comfortable with that, I recommend this strategy. That's that's you all day. Really enjoyed the slow motion Macarena, all of the ensemble. Thank you, uh, ensemble, and and the whole production. Thank you. I, I was thrilled. Thank you. I want to say one more thing too about. Megan and Sophie, who played Allie and Lisa, they were two that at the end were like over in the corner, like like standing there staring at Lindsay, just like holding hands, just like nervously staring at Lindsay. And I went over to them. I was like, girls, what are you doing? They're like, well, we want to introduce ourselves to Lindsay from Stage Right Podcast, but we're just like kind of nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm, I'm a really awkward person. So I was like, I want to go meet the people that played the same thing me and Nas did because obviously I see ourselves in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I was like, mm. so I was like, hi, we get to talk and be friends. I know. They loved it. You like made their day. So thank you for coming and thank you. Uh, Thanks for inviting me. Thanks yeah, for letting me For watch. bringing a friend and for being such an enthusiastic audience member because it really does matter, especially in a show like that. Like, remember, the, you may not, but the... There were some shows in Mamma Mia where you were like, oh, the crowd just wasn't matinee crowds. Mm-hmm. There, it's a different vibe. It's tough. I you tried were to matinee the, yesterday. I tried to bring the nighttime energy. Yep, you to did. The daytime crowd. They had a really strong matinee performance. We were we were really lucky this weekend. We had four shows this last weekend. We'll have four more this next weekend. So if this episode drops this week, which we hope it will, you still have a chance to come see it if you can get a ticket. Because that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, last night. It was literally wall-to-wall people. That's awesome. Um, it's so fun. So it's been a really fun experience, a really fun summer show. So this will kind of segue maybe, and um, we'll talk about on our anniversary, of course, is coming up. But I do also want to talk about just kind of updating on, like, where we've been. Oh, can I time out and say one more thing? Please. I loved the style of it, like, all the clothes mm. everyone was wearing. When they did the opening number, I was like, <laughs> this is an Old Navy commercial. And I love Old <laughs> Navy commercials. summer Old Navy commercial. With a it's catchy true. beat. Mm-hmm. And everyone Thanks. smiling and dancing. I was like, oh, 
Oh Dang. yes, I need to shop. <laughs> well, because yeah, I mean that 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 goes exactly with what I was about to say. Strappy like, sandals, beach waves, sundress, yes. a fun a fun hat. Yeah, yes. so like I just came off of a summer that's kind of going to segue nicely. I came off a summer of doing some incredible shows, but they were intense. I mean, I did Newsies with seventy kids, which was amazing. I did a little night music, which was Sondheim, and then I did Rent, which was great, but like really emotional. So like. To go to Mama Mia every week all summer Let's was dance. like, exactly. <laughs> it was perfect for me. And the cast, like, I was so blessed with a really talented cast. I have some seniors this year who came out to do it. And I mean, we're in the booth just singing our hearts out because we have a mic in the booth and a pit mic in the back. And it's just been a lot of fun. So yes. I'm glad you got to see it. And in my summer... I've been working a lot. Mm. So my team at work actually, we're down two team members right now. Just Mm. like they've rotated into new positions. They're still at the company, but we just have a lot of work in our department. Mm -hmm. And it also came right around a time where we have a busy season in the summer. It's like, we're down people. It's busy anyway. And I was like, and I'm going to do another, another show. (laughs) No time like the present. So how's that treating you? It's, I, uh, I miss sleeping at times, but I have, uh, I've, mastered the art of napping during your lunch break okay yes um a good art to the, the, only, the only problem is you still have to eat at some point so you're like scarfing at your desk i'm like worth it for those 40 minutes i know take a nice nap. <laughs> i'll say too yeah we just came off our busy season and i definitely had a nap or two in the car i'm just gonna yeah. be honest like hey you gotta do what you gotta do you do i mean so that that might lead us a little bit into a teaser for the main meat of the episode, which is why we're here. So you decided to, to do another show. I decided to do another show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I auditioned and got a part in Peter and the Starcatcher. <gasps> it's a really great play. Peter and the Starcatcher, if you do not know, mm. is a prequel to Peter and Peter Pan. Not Peter and Pan. He's Peter and Pan. Just one person. Pan and Peter. <laughs> one person named Peter Pan. Correct. <laughs> Uh, but it's prequel. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know a ton about the show before auditioning. Okay. I, that, that was probably all I knew. I didn't even know if it was a comedy or not. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just had no genre. You didn't yeah, know. Yeah. So I did some Googling, saw a comedy, thought, what? Great. <laughs> right up my alley. Here we are. <laughs> this is home. Cause it's true. You, I mean, co- comedy is you. And I, when you told me you were going to audition for it, I was super excited for you. Nice. I will say. Um, so speaking of the audition process. I I wanted to call Morgan so badly, you mm. guys. I wanted Morgan to hold my hand, Aww. not only literally as we did tonight, but metaphorically as she does when she helps me with things that are hard. Okay, <laughs> but but you're strong. As I remembered, the whole point of this journey was for Morgan to equip me with the tools to do things on my own. Aww. So I looked at that audition form. My little baby birdie is like going to fly out of the nest. I was flying a whole foot off the ground. Okay. I found myself similar plays by Googling plays like (gasps) Speeder and the Guard, Starcatcher. What better way to start? <laughs> so you, 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 to try and find your selection yeah, material. Yeah, yeah, because the audition was a one minute monologue. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, to further complicate matters, mm. I had been checking a couple times a month periodically for when auditions would be because the show dates were posted right. for being in September. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe, maybe May or June. When's well, this going to happen? Yeah. yeah I, I kept checking and they didn't post. So eventually it gets to be July and I have a vacation coming up. Mm-hmm. So I tech, or I emailed. Uh, one of the people at NTPA said, hey, do you know when the show will be post auditions will be posted 
or when they are. And he replied back with the dates and said that they'll be posting them soon. And I said, excellent. I will be out of the country. Oh, no. <laughs> so I asked if I could send a video or set up time before or after. Like, is there anything I can do? I really want to audition. Sure. And conveniently, it's the same director that I knew from Mamma Mia. Oh. And, he, and the Danny at NTPA knew that. So he said, hey, just you know, reach out to Ryan and just try to see what he can do to work with you. Uh-huh. And so Ryan graciously allowed me to send a video. Shout out, Ryan. Yeah, shout out, Ryan. He's a fan of the show. <laughs> you better be listening. I will quiz you Ooh. with facts from this episode. Oh, my. Don't that talk was... to me until you're oh prepared to answer. <laughs> that, Ryan, I'm. <laughs> she is being very intense right now, Ryan. I just want you to know if you heard this, you be should be prepared. Be so afraid. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, so this all happened... Maybe a week before I had to leave on vacation. Uh oh. This kind of combined with a really busy season at work. I was working all day long, getting home, trying to pack, like tr- just wrap up things in my life. Were you going somewhere far? You don't have to share if you don't want to. But was... <laughs> I will never tell you where I vacation, Morgan. <laughs> okay. Ever. Sorry. I'll never ask. <laughs> we went to Prague because we're trendy. Oh. We went to Germany because we like history. And then we went to Denmark and Copenhagen because we're hipsters. <laughs> wow. What a trip. How it long were really you gone? Fun. Just a week and a half. It sounds like further, but, uh, or further long, sounds like longer a long time um, just yeah. by the time you name because we, we only spent like a day and a half or two days in each city well so we over there yeah it. everything is closer catch a train and yeah it's easy it, yeah so so i had that plan so i'm trying to finish up loose ends for that trip mm-hmm. make sure i'm packed get everything and just working a ton so i didn't have a ton of time to prepare my monologue before i left okay so then i'm like okay what i've got it and i don't remember if i did anything on the plane or if i just slept <laughs> Maybe that well, means I, I mean, slept. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> but, hope you slept. But I was trying to find something and then memorize it kind of on the travel time. Because like I said, we'd be sure. somewhere for a day and a half and then we'd have like a two-hour train ride. Mm-hmm. And so for, on each of those train rides, I tried to find something, like do my mm-hmm. research there. So I eventually find a monologue. And then, of course, I need to practice this monologue. What was it from? Do you mind if I ask? Oh, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Genuinely don't know if this was a good selection or not. Okay. Uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead showed up. Yes. And I I had this vague memory of reading this in high school and thought, I don't remember this being funny, but I also don't remember understanding it. Oh, it's funny. So, We're supposed to be. Exactly. So, so I thought, well, Google at least suggests this. <laughs> Therefore, I'm going to trust the interweb and move forward with this choice. Okay. And then I thought, well... If it's not funny, if I can try to make it funny, then maybe it looks like I did this on purpose to be ironic. <laughs> See, I took something not funny and made it funny because I'm so funny. I bet that wasn't the case, though. <laughs> I bet it was actually funny. I hope so. So so I have this monologue. And, you know, in Europe, there are a lot of trains. So we're on the train in front of people, and I'm just, <laughs> like, muttering to myself. <laughs> Kyle keep, keeps telling me, can I please stop being embarrassing? That's, you know, people already um, think Americans are weird. Can you honey, stop making it worse? <laughs> talking to yourself again on the train? Or That American what, girl on the train. Or what happened a few times also was like, are you okay? Like, yeah, he's like, you you look really concerned. I was like, I'm acting. <laughs> I am acting concerned. I'm in the moment. <laughs> it's not my real feelings. I'm an mm, actor. I'm so proud of you. My little... <laughs> My little baby bird actor was over there in Europe on the train, That's just right, memorizing her little heart out and looking like a weirdo. For Peter and the Starcatcher, you probably couldn't get any better than Rosencrantz. Really? And Lauren yes. I it. Okay, cool. It's the perfect style. It's a comedic, uh, stylistic kind of play, but also a period, weird period piece. Yeah. So yeah, I good. did the good job. I did the excerpt where he's talking about. Have, have you ever imagined yourself dead in a box? Yeah, the, the dead, the he- dead body in a box. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not the head. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought I should go back and read this. 
Because I had to do some research on the plot and everything to kind of understand that mm-hmm. moment for the character. And I good. And also it motiv- good. Yeah, it, look at me. You taught me well. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I should go back and read this. <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested it's than I was fun, when I was yeah. 15. <laughs> it's a fun show. Um, it's basically takes two characters from Hamlet and like yeah, yeah, yeah. comes up with their own kind of spinoff show. So, yeah. And t- makes a comedy out of it. Oh, so then also when I finally have it memorized, I realize, oh, shoot. This this show I think is in a British accent. Should I? Do I need to, so I email Ryan and I say, "Hey, uh, so about accents is is that a thing that you need to be done? Mm-hmm, like, should I do?" <laughs> and you reply back, you know, actually, why don't why don't you do it in both? Like, just let me see what you got. Yeah, I was like, oh, sure, of course. See, that happens. They'll be like, "Let me see what you got," and you're like, "Okay." Yeah, I have I have all of those things, so I will, I will do them. If you're gonna offer him options, you need to be ready to give him what he wants. And I was, Good I promptly girl. Googled how to do a British accent. <laughs> Because one thing, if you've ever, if you've seen me do improv enough, you know that my accents are terrible. I love your improv accents. My, my friends will intentionally start scenes with accents to watch me suffer. But it's so funny. For Lindsay. them. It's funny for them. For the audience. Oh, good. It's great. I love making a fool of myself. I actually really do. <laughs> it is funny. Okay. But I, I can't hold it. If I have to talk longer than 30 seconds, it mm. just morphs into just talking weird. It's it's not any one thing. can't hold it. The consistency's hard. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Okay, well, so, we can talk about that later if you want some pro yeah, tips for I, British. Yeah. I uh, I I get to be a pirate also. So if I sound less British, I'm, I just think I'm being a pirate. That's that's why I don't it can sound be perfect. vague, general European British trash. And, and no my one character, will know. the script writes it where you mispronounce certain words. Yeah. So I've just decided anything I mess up is a choice. Oh, we, okay, <laughs> wait. We haven't told them who you got. They oh. don't know what character you got. So I want to finish the audition story and I want to like reveal it because like it's pretty cool. Let's build up suspense. Yeah. So you're doing your audition. You are gonna have to do it on film yeah so i so i get back to the hotel and it's a tiny little room and i'm trying to squeeze it in so kyle was gonna take a shower before we went to dinner i i have horrible hygiene so i was like i'm clean enough i'll go do my video you have great hygiene i've never (laughs) noticed your stench thank you and we've spent many times in a small small closet (laughs) so um so, so while he's showering, I'm walking around thinking, I'll find a conference room or something. Couldn't find Nothing. anywhere. So I eventually stumble upon a small little meeting room that could fit maybe seven people. It's right near the restrooms, right by the <laughs> front door. So people are in and out of there. And I'm talking to myself. And I had to set, I set up the video so they could see like my almost my whole body. I, I was like, I don't think he meant a selfie <laughs> when he said to. Sure. To, like you holding it up like above you. Yeah. So like, I have. Hey, peace. I, duck lips. Actually, in retrospect, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid hey, to Ryan, see that. Hey, Ryan. Here's my audition. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> but I had the chair set up, you know, back of the room. It's uh-huh. just, and, and it's just my phone on there. So people are walking by and they can see me just talking and gesturing and being weird. And I practiced a few times before I videoed it. So I'm in there for probably 20 minutes. And people just coming in and out. And I kept thinking, I've got to get through this quickly because someone's going to come and oh, ask me to leave. Someone's going to come in here. You're, you're disturbing the other visitors. In Can another language, stop? or what they say it in English? Where? What country were you in? At the time, we were in Copenhagen, which what, is Denmark. What do they speak there? I'm sorry, I'm very ignorant. I think Danish. Danish? But sure. a lot of people spoke English. We had no trouble Oh, okay. Around. Great. More power to if they wanted to speak Danish. Yeah. You then, just wouldn't have understood. Exactly. They. I'm a great listener of any language. Did they I come in? I just don't get it. No, no. I successfully completed the mission. <laughs> was undetected and escaped back and had a lot of food at dinner. How Good. How did you feel about the take that you did? I felt insecure about my accent, but I decided 
I fought back every urge to make some type of joke. And here goes nothing. No, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Morgan taught you to be mm-hmm. confident. Mm-hmm. You are confident, even if you're not. Mm-hmm. You choose to be confident. Do not apologize for it. Cause- That's right. And I also yeah. decided, worst case scenario, you asked for this. <laughs> yeah, you offered him the option. He said You he wanted, wanted this, not me. <laughs> he said he wanted to see it, and you gave the man what he wanted. That's right, I'm, I'm supporting you, 100%. Feast on my accent. Please, feast. He's the, the one that said, Ryan is the one that said, if you don't come to the table, you don't eat. Exactly. So you were giving him something to feast yeah. on, baby. So, you know, this is my own casserole recipe. Feast. Like it or don't. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah you don't have yeah. to dig in. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> but you could have a bite, and you could love it, and I think he took a bite, and I think he did love That's it. That's right, he did. Tom... Or he was like, good enough, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I got on the show. So either way, <laughs> you got cast, and tell them, drum roll. I play the pirate captain they call Black Stash. You guys, she got Black Stash and Peter and the Starcatcher. I'm quite excited. When she texted me, I was like, my jaw hit the floor. I screamed out loud. I sent a screenshot of the email because I thought, Morgan will think I'm joking. No, I died. <laughs> I was so excited immediately. Um, As was I. I. I told Kyle with much enthusiasm, and he goes, there's going to be so many pirate jokes. <laughs> and there mm-hmm. have been. Mm-hmm. And they've been great. I mean, Would, you like to hear Would you like to hear uh, a pirate Please, joke? please. Uh, what did the ocean say to the pirate? What? Nothing. It waved. <laughs> I realize it's not really a pirate joke. It's more of an ocean joke. But if you add the pirate in, it's I found, thematic. That, I found that one on Google. It's thematic. <laughs> no problem. I'll take that one in next week. Thank you for the tip. I'll try to bring a pirate joke each, each Oh, time. I would love that. That'd be fun. So, Black Stash. I don't even know where to begin. The person who becomes Captain Hook later in life. Yes. So, he does not have a black beard yet. He is... Nor He's a hook. mature. Yes, so he just has a, a stash. He has stash. both hands. And Peter and the Starcatcher, would you classify it as straight play, musical? What? How would you classify the genre? I would call it a play with music, which I thought was a made-up thing the mm-hmm. first time we talked about. But it's real. It's Tell me. real. Tell me, what do you think about that? When I describe it to other people, I don't know if this is real or not, mm-hmm. if this is the actual thing. Okay. But I say, well, it, the story is told through dialogue, uh-huh. and there are some songs that are kind of a sprinkle on top, but they don't advance the plot the way a musical does. Yep. I don't know if that's accurate. That is 100%. Glad to know I'm not spreading lies. (laughs) No, you're not. And it's not like, I think you and I were talking about this a little bit off air. Like, it's not as, it doesn't have to be as polished. It's not as important. It's not about the music. You're right. It doesn't advance the plot. Like, in a musical, you the character needs this song emotionally to express what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure to a certain extent that's true here, but like... Like you just said, it doesn't really move things along. If you cut it all out, the story it would can continue. Yeah. It enhances the story. Mm-hmm. It adds more context or mm-hmm. it, it's just a fun segue into mm-hmm. something else. Or maybe it paints the scenery of where we are. But the you're not confused about the plot if it's removed, I think. I understand. That that makes that makes that makes sense in theory. Um, and I think with a play like Peter and the Starcatcher, it probably makes a lot more sense once you start getting into rehearsal. Yeah. So, and it's probably also not three, four part crazy harmony. There may be a little bit of harmony here and there. What's funny is this, uh, play was written for all men except one woman, a character named Molly. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have one non-binary me and another woman. And that's 
just very funny because oh, yeah. when you're looking at the music, there are no women parts. Mm-mm. So there's so we got a bass and a tenor too, and I don't want to. Is there a I was a woman too or a men one? <laughs> I don't know what that is in technical terms. I know that it is not soprano. We ruled that one out. But um, in place, Mama Mia, place you me are... where you need me. <laughs> yeah, because in Mama Mia, it's like men one, women two, women one. In Mama yes. Mia, it's a lot. And there will be some s- musical numbers where it's like subgroup and you're singing men one and subgroup. This is yes. not the case. With but that. none of the words that these people were saying, like mezzo, bass, bass one, other, like just other things. I know soprano and alto. There were no women parts listed. I think in my head that those are the only two types of singers. I just Mm -mm. hadn't heard those other words yet. (laughs) There, there are more, there are more than two. They exist. Yes. That's true. And I'm, I don't, I'm not, you could probably hold down a tenor. I I was a tenor too. Okay. But they, I was a tenor too. Thank you. But they, uh, I think we read, Rechanged it. I stopped paying attention to what my name was and just what the notes were. Just what the notes. And that's all that really matters, <laughs> I'm honestly. Confused. Which line do I look at and uh, what vocal and, part do I record? And um, what both Ryan and the choreographer have kind of echoed is it's more important to be your character. It's a character singing mm-hmm. or, you know, we're when I'm part of the ensemble, because the show is really cool. A lot of people play multiple characters. Mm-hmm. When you're not your character, you're maybe on stage. Mm-hmm. I play a table at one point. Just mm-hmm. like there's not much set. It's a black box mm-hmm. thing where we are most things we, there are some props but very organic yeah and and everyone plays everything at some point got it so uh oh yeah so they they just emphasize it's more important to sound like sailors here than than to be maybe perfect. then that pitch is perfect or that your vocal technique is like supremely on point i mean yeah. again i know we the keep acting com- piece of it yeah we keep comparing it to mama mia but but th- that's what you know and mama mia is if you don't hold down that woman two parts, something is going Get to out be of missing. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something's going to be missing in the sound of it. Not the case here. Yeah. And here you, which I hopefully we'll get into some, uh, this season, you really get to dig into who are these people? What are their relationships? Yeah. What do they want? What are their tics, their habits, their mm-hmm. weird quirks? Yeah. Yeah. It's a totally different thing for you to take on. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about dialects, stage combat, yeah. um, all Oh, and I things. have a sports analogy for you. Oh, I'm ready. Ooh, sports analogy sport. number one, ladies and gentlemen. We are th- half an hour into episode one. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Sports analogy. So when I played basketball, mm-hmm. a thing people would always say, coaches, mm-hmm. players of the sort, um, is to make every possession count. Mm. Because a lot of times, uh, maybe you lose the game by only one, one or two points. I'm sorry, possession yeah. or position? Possession, sorry. Possession. You possess, possess the ball. And a possession, yes, yeah. is, would be an instance where your team has the ball. Got it. So, like, oh, that position we scored, or sorry, possession we scored, that possession we turned it over. It's like, you kind of look at that statistically for, for the team. And so making each possession count is just saying, like, there are no throwaway moments. Mm-hmm. You have to be playing hard, make each second count. Um, because if you lose a game by one or two points, it's easy to go back and say, oh, and there at the very end, you should have done this instead of that, and we would have won. But sure. In, but in reality, you had thousands of other moments throughout mm-hmm. the game where you could have done things differently. And a split and, second to yeah, decide. Yeah, and each of those things are equally important. Mm-hmm. So it, really, it all boils down to play as hard as you can all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't don't slack off. So I've been relating it to the show because when I was in Mamma Mia and I had maybe seven or eight lines and some of those were just one word. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you have plenty of time to really think, how can I tell a story with this character? How can I convey and get this across with my actions? Because I'm only focusing really on two scenes that I'm in where I'm talking. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this show, um, we'll talk about monologuing. I have several monologues. Giant pieces of text. Yeah, I have several monologues, other exchanges with characters. I'm... I am talking more. You're leading the <laughs> I, scene. I have more. I have more lines. Therefore, mm-hmm. I I feel like it was easy for me. I read the script. I'm like, oh gosh, where do I start? <laughs> right. There, there are so many things. But um, trying to see each scene in each moment as independently important and equally important mm-hmm. because the playwright put them in there. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to fill time. <laughs> no. He, he had a purpose for what he was doing and trying to dive into how I, can I make this moment count in a big way, even if it's not the most famous parts of the show. That's really, really good. Every Make every possession count. Because I would, yeah, we can go even further for a playwright to say, um, to sit versus to plop. Like, it matters to them. Mm-hmm. Every word choice, every comma, every yeah. period, like, it, they know it like the back of their hand. You're right. And yeah. this can kind of lead into, honestly, we really can talk about with, with this character, we really can dig into some big kid actor stuff. Nice. We want to think about, I want to introduce maybe some terms to you to start thinking about number one, what is, are you playing it as black such as a he or her non-binary? Do you know? Non-binary. Okay, great. I think like, we're not hiding the fact that I am female. Got it. I have a mustache. I look like drag queen Katy Perry. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Sexy. Yes. Um, so, so what do they, what is Blackstash, what is their goal in the overall play? We call that your super objective, your super intention. What do they want in an ideal world? What would happen? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. So in my head, I've been asking myself, so Blackstash is on this quest to have, to find Peter Pan. He doesn't know who Peter Pan is yet, but he, he wants to be this iconic villain and he's it's like he's trying to play this game of tennis with himself right now (laughs) he has no one else and so when i ask myself why does he care so much i have decided black stash himself is an orphan he makes these big claims Mm. about his family and his legacy of pirates did you ever watch the show how i met your mother yes i did do you remember the episode where we realized barney thinks his father is the guy from price is right yes okay And, and so bob barker yes yes so I can't remember if his mom said that or if he made it up. Somehow, from his childhood, he had become mm-hmm. attached to this idea that that's my dad, and mm-hmm. he built this whole story around it, and he believed it. Yep. So I've been thinking of Black Sash as that kid. It's like, my dad was a pirate. Oh, he was the best pirate ever. Yeah. And I've got to carry on the legacy. Kind of this, there's no excuse, but I'm proving it so hard to the world because I'm trying to prove it so hard to myself. Yeah. He needs this more than more than he needs the money or, or I whatever. I love that. And that, and that's, that's in the script or that's something you've come up with. I made that up. I love that. Cause you have to have a why, <laughs> like what is, and it has to be something. We talked about this a little bit in Mamma Mia, but now we can really dig into it. Like, why is he so, why is he so desperate? Yeah, He's desperate for everything. Why is he so bent on capturing this kid? What does it matter to him? Yeah, and, and the treasure really isn't enough right? because he, he wants someone to to go against he needs that opponent why yeah huh why because he wants to be this villain and if he just gets it easily there's no one to counter him or something why he, does he want to be a villain yeah. 
to to carry on the pirate legacy. He to wants carry to be on a pirate. Leg- yeah. Legacy. Okay, so if you were to... So now we've been talking around your intention. Okay. So I like to try and tell my students we want to condense it into like a three to five word really strong sentence. Okay. I want blank. Okay. I want to continue my legacy, my family's legacy. Yeah. I want to make it count. I want to... Um, find who I am. I'm literally just. I want to be remembered as a as a villain. I want to live on, like like legacy. I want, yeah. I want my name to mean. I want to continue my family's legacy or something. Why is it about his family or is it about him? Well, in in one of the monologues, he talks about like the trademark of my family, basically this stash. This is all of us have this. I'm part of something. Okay, because I'm not alone. I'm. I was not an orphan. I have people who love me. People love me. <laughs> so his sense of identity, yeah, is yeah. in his family. Yeah, like if he doesn't have in his, his family in his mustache, which he has transposed into his family, that I think is made up. So the the mustache kind of symbolizes that in a way yeah. for him. The him, status, him belong, yeah, him belonging to this group that that he deserves. So he yeah. is trying to prove his worth that he deserves to be this. Because, see, that's interesting to me, this idea that that he is literally trying to prove to himself that he's worthy enough. And so he creates this persona yeah. of what he thinks he should be. Yeah, because I think from my standpoint, I'm thinking of him as, you're proving it to other people, but why? Why do you care about other people? Right. Because other people believing something validates you. Exactly. So you're looking for your self-worth mm-hmm. and, and what these people think of you by them fearing you. Mm-hmm. And you're, he's almost playing the part. Well, yep. yes, he is. He's playing the part of a villain all the yep. time. The crew that fears him, all these stuff. And he makes a fool of himself trying to do it. And that's why it's funny. But mm-hmm. he, he's so desperately searching these things. And he's so sought after things that make him look a certain way. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't, he wants the treasure, but because it'll make him seem like a successful pirate. And then without giving too much away about the show, like other things become important to him later on once he meets Peter Pan. And, and that's this idea that I finally can have someone, a hero to, to make me actually a villain. Mm-hmm. So where you put a side by side and I'm the villain, I'm not just a guy mm-hmm. sailing around trying to find treasure. It's <laughs> all to serve this greater purpose yes. for him. Yeah. Uh, he finally finds a vehicle to pursue what he, yeah has dreamt of. Ooh, I love this conversation. This is good. So you kind of want to start having that like kind of, it's not really, cause then you're like, okay, how do I play that? You can't really play that. But it's not so much that I am expecting the audience to walk away from, I see that black stash was an orphan. That's a backstory. I right. see this. It's no. more so trying to find that place from within of the desperate, because he's, he's desperate for everything that he wants. He wants things so badly. He's so theatrical and over the top. And just, why are you being so extra? Black well, <laughs> right. We have to have a why. If you stood up there, it, if it was like, okay, Lindsay, stand up here and be big. Yeah. That's exhausting. You and, can't sustain that for two hours. And also, why why are you so mad about everything? Exactly. What, what are it's the all stakes? one level. Yeah. It's all one level. But like, if, this you, way, if this doesn't work out for me, I'm nothing. I have uh-huh. no one. Who like, am I without yeah. this identity that I've created? <laughs> yes. And I've created Ooh, this yeah. contingency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, so once we, once you talk about a super intention or a super objective, which is like what they're pursuing throughout, like the big picture, like if you, okay, my turn to use a sports analogy. I can't wait. So if you know ding, about, ding, ding. yeah, there we go. Football. And I use, actually, I use this with my students with football. You know, what is, what is one team's goal? To, to win the to game. To win a game or win the championship. How do you season? win the yeah. game? 
By having more points than other How team. do you get more points? By scoring touchdowns. Correct. Touchdowns are field goals, right? Yes. So if, if you're looking at football, it's broken down into these 10-yard yeah. kind of increments. Yeah. And you're trying to... You have four downs to get 10 yards, yes. right? And and all of the... Each of the downs to get 10 yards is ultimately to serve the goal to get to the yes. end zone, right? Yes. So in a play, you could kind of break it down the same way of like the super objective is like the whole field to get yeah. down... The, the super objective actually is the, to win the game. And that's my three to four word mm-hmm. I want. Like, okay. But then you could break it down into, you know, act one is one touchdown and act two is two touchdowns, however, however you want to think about it. But then each scene is kind of these the 10 yard. Yeah. yeah. The plays. Each play for a 10 yard gain is the scene. So then within each scene, you have an intention that ultimately serves the super intention, but it's what you're fighting for in this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. your opening scene. Okay. The opening scene, I encounter another character who has the treasure that I'm after. Okay, so what do you want from in that scene? I want the key to the treasure. You want the him. key. Because what is the key going to get? What's the treasure going to get you? The, I Right now, I think it'll make me a pirate. There you go. Solidify myself as a pirate. This legacy that I'm after. Exactly. But even within that scene, it, it's, a, it's a monologue. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot. Yeah. Um, the, I am, I'm like wanting him to fear me. Uh-huh. And, and that a lot of the comedy comes from that because uh-huh. he doesn't. Uh-huh. Um, but I want him to respect me. There you I, go. And I want, you know, I have crew members there. They, they laugh at certain times or they aren't right on top of my demands. Okay. And, and so those are things that I'm trying to, it's like, you're killing my reputation. Come exactly. on. Like, like, trying to make this guy fear me. You're not even, you're, you're not, not even, even doing your job. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, like, come on. But, so, um, I think that's the one in that scene, the respect, the key, but also the respect, the key and the respect. Okay. Do so I need to choose one one? No, they're okay. both great. Cause it, your intention could be physical. I want to get this key, but it could also in a be way emotional. that you respect me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By getting it, I want you to fear me. Yeah. Correct. It can be both. And, so, okay, so that said, you've established your intention for that scene. And then to go even further, I'm going to ask you, okay, you have what you want. Now what's in your way? You just said some of the things that mm-hmm. were in your way. The, the things in my way, my crew members not... The other guys. Not being prompt mm-hmm. in the things that would make... Like, not being afraid of them when I say something that should be and having to go. kind of bring it out of them. Um, the person who has the key uh-huh. not being afraid of me at all, <laughs> withholding the key from me. Doesn't want to give it to you. Yeah. So that's... Okay, so those things are called your obstacle. Okay. So your intention is what you want. Your obstacle is what's in the way. Mm-hmm. Now, the final piece of the puzzle is your action. Mm-hmm. How do you get it? Mm-hmm. So let's think action verbs. Okay. So what are you doing to the crew? To the crew? Uh, threatening them. To threaten. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Threatening, yelling. To lots, yell. So much to yelling. yell. Okay. How I've al- been drinking throat coat from the yelling. Yes. <laughs> Not coat. the singing. For the yelling. Um, from the diaphragm. Um, <laughs> but like, so like to intimidate maybe? Yeah. To mock? Yes. Yes. To, right? So you see now we're assigning verbs. Mm-hmm. So if I were to just say stand up there and be evil... Well, yeah. that's hard. But yeah. if I were to say, okay, I want you to intimidate him with that line. Yeah. That's playable. Yeah. That's no, like playable. That. Yeah. So as you go into your monologues, um, you want to start thinking of, you break down the monologue and what I want. And you can write at the top an I want blank statement. And then you can kind of break it down of how, what are the things I'm doing to get it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. Black stash. Wow. We just jumped right in and got really deep really quick. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. So, I mean, 
this this when do you guys open? How how long do you guys open? How many weeks? Uh, so is next weekend Labor Day? Um, no, it's the weekend after. Oh, really? Yeah. Then we have three weeks because the no, first. Two. Well, we, the first of September is on. Mental math is hard. So if I could just pull Labor out a Day calendar. is. It's the weekend after Labor Day. Yeah. So. One week from now is not Labor Day. Mm-mm. Wait. Or is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, no. Two weeks. So two you weeks. open in two and a half weeks. Don't say, oh, no. We got this. No, okay. <laughs> no, I just mean, I mean, actually, stingily. Yeah. Oh, no. Life is flying by me. <laughs> selfishly, I meant, oh, no. We have to, how many podcast episodes are we going to be able to record in two and a half weeks? Honestly, is where my head is. <laughs> um, not that you guys in any I way love, are not going to be prepared, because I'm sure you are. where your head was. Um, We've well, got plenty I to talk hear. about. We'll There's... There's a lot to talk about. I mean, I have I have uh, lots of questions for you about, well, I mean, like your physicality, your dialect, mm-hmm. stage combat. I mean, the questions go on and on. Yes. Let me, hold on. I'm pulling up my notes. Oh, she's got notes. We've, we've just started going on this conversation. We just went, man. Okay, we, we talked s- about auditioning or a video. Oh, first day of rehearsal. Because we dove right into character uh-huh. development. That was really fun. Do, if you don't have anything more to add, I will now shift gears. Please move on. To for- a little antidote. Please. So I remember from the last time we you were telling me about Mama and Mia, what to expect. You said mm-hmm. you, you may sit down and do a read through. Yes, and then it didn't happen. And no, I felt we like we, it sang, we sat down and did. Oh, if you turn it on, I can be like, Morgan, stop talking. No, you stop talking. Fine, we'll both stop talking. <laughs> okay. So as I was saying, stop talking, Morgan. Okay, I'll stop talking. And now I feel like a bully. You're supposed to tell me I'm supposed I'm sorry. to stop talking. I'm sorry. I didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> Well, guys, we're this cutting is, this one short. <laughs> this is the official ending of part one of episode one. Stay tuned next week for part two. Of- Where we keep talking in this conversation, but you get to hear the rest of it. That's right. And as always, we encourage you to go out there and fail big. Fail big.